This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. Biden DOJ formally shut down Clinton Foundation investigation into Aug- in August 2021. FBI again refuses to share document Republicans say prove Biden was involved in bribery scheming. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so what are we looking at today? Well, the Biden administration has destroyed all of the evidence against Hillary Clinton. Now, this was evidence that was built up for millions of tax dollars. It was built up over the course of many, many years. This was an investigation that was ongoing over six years. This was an investigation into Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. Now, it's illegal to share classified information on a private email server. This is obvious. This is something that many people inside of the federal government go to prison for. Maybe Joe Biden will count himself among those. And so what we are looking at today is a look into the past, the past where we had Hillary Clinton answering questions like this about her private email server usage. You would have the same arguments. So that that's all I could say. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't, I have no idea. That's why we turned it over. We were in charge of it. You were the official in charge. Did you wipe the server? What, like with a cloth or something? No, well, no. I don't know how it works digitally at all. Did you wipe your server? You mean with a cloth, Hillary Clinton said? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? The, the FBI was investigating that, and they were investigating Hillary Clinton's pay for play with the Clinton Global Foundation. Hillary Clinton had a global foundation and much like Joe Biden, but in a far more sophisticated capacity, was taking money from federal from governments all across the world in order f- to get political favors. A good example of this is Uranium One, where Hillary Clinton sold virtually all of America's uranium, which is how you make a nuclear weapon, to the Russians. This is why during the debates, well, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump got into it over her use of the American taxpayer dollar and her American government position to sell out this country. Watch. 17, 17 intelligence agencies, civilian and military, who have all concluded that these espionage attacks, these cyber attacks come from the highest levels of the Kremlin and they are designed to influence our elections. I find that deeply disturbing, and I think it's She China. has no idea whether it's Russia, China, it's, or anybody else. I am else. not quoting she has myself. No idea. I am quoting Hillary, you 17, have no idea. 17 intelligence. Do you doubt 17 our, our country has and no idea. agencies? Well, yeah, I'd rather it. believe I doubt it. Vladimir Putin than the military and civilian intelligence professionals who are sworn to protect us. I find that just Second, absolutely She doesn't right. like Mr. Putin because Putin Mr. has out smarted her at every Mr. step Trump, of the way. I, I, Excuse I, me. Mr. Putin has Mr. outsmarted Trump, her in Mr. Syria. Trump, He's outsmarted her. So Donald Trump knew that Hillary Clinton was doing dirty deals with Russia. Donald Trump knew that Hillary Clinton had committed crimes, that Hillary Clinton had obviously voided 
her responsibility as Secretary of State to use a government email so that, well, she'd be able to be held into account via the law and via the use of sharing of classified documents and information. This was a major problem for Hillary Clinton. It was so bad, in fact, that Donald Trump, in what is the most legendary line ever stated in any presidential debate or by any presidential candidate in the histories of our country or in any histories uh, heretofore, you'd be in jail, remember. is uh, It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah, because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. So you can count it as one of the probably most disappointing aspects of Donald Trump's presidency that Hillary Clinton didn't go to jail. I don't necessarily blame Donald Trump for that. That is a massive failure of our entire deep state and probably the Trump administration's uh, unwitting knowledge of how permanent that state is and how deep it goes. But now we are finding out, ladies and gentlemen, exactly how deep the destruction goes. Biden's corrupt Justice Department shut down their investigations into Hillary Clinton's foundation in August 2021, and then they destroyed all of the evidence. This according to reporting from the New York Times. The Justice Department kept open the investigations into Hillary Clinton's family and foundation for nearly all of Donald Trump's administration, with prosecutors closing in on the case and the charges up until the day that Donald Trump left office, the New York Times reports. The DOJ investigated the Clintons' relationships with foreign donors while Hillary Clinton was the head of the Department of State during Obama's presidency. Thanks to, Judi to Judicial Watch, the American public was made aware of Hillary Clinton's private email server. Hillary Clinton conducted official business on a non-government server so she could hide her Clinton Foundation pay-to-play scandals while she was the head of the Department of State. Does this sound familiar? This is precisely what the Bidens were doing just on a dime store level. It is the exact same scam. You will pay my foundation. We use it as a piggy bank. And then we will give you the benefits of the policies that you want from an American government level. This is the same scam. In fact, Judge Royce Lamberth previously said Clinton's use of a private emails was one of the gravest modern offenses to government transparency in history. However, Joe Biden's Justice Department formally shut down the Clinton Foundation investigation in August 2021. The FBI suddenly dropped their probes. In August 21, the FBI received what is known as a, de a declination memo from prosecutors. And as a result, the matter was closed. That's all it took. Boom. And all of the evidence was forever destroyed that they had gathered at the expense of millions of dollars from the taxpayers and over the course of many, many years. The Times reported all of the evidence obtained during the course of the investigation was either returned or completely destroyed by the FBI. The FBI did not prosecute Hillary. They protected her. This is what we've learned inside of the Durham report, and it's been really quite something to watch how the exact same systems, how the exact same corruption takes place inside. Joe, it's just Joe Biden sitting there taking notes from Hillary Clinton. They're the same scams. It's the same issues over and over and over again. Hillary Clinton was using her high position inside of the federal government in order to take bribes from foreign countries so that they would pay her foundation or her corrupt son in the case of Joe Biden. And then when the prosecution or the questions were asked about that, it's Donald Trump who gets impeached for it. 
Donald Trump said you'd be in jail if we had justice in this country and if he was president. And ladies and gentlemen, I view that as probably the gravest mistake of the Trump administration and Republicans writ large is that we lack the integration and the integrity to actually put our enemies in jail. Now, I know this from inside of the Trump administration and inside of, you know, the insiders that have spoken to me, that they are unfortunately saddened by this fact as well. The reason why it occurred is because Donald Trump wanted to make peace. Donald Trump didn't think it'd be good for the country to go full bore and investigate Hillary Clinton. That's what I've heard. That Donald Trump thought that it would be healing for the country to just take a step back and to maybe let Hillary Clinton skate. Well, as it turns out, that has been a very, very horrible decision. And now Hillary Clinton is skating. And now the Biden administration, we have learned, has shredded all of the evidence. Now, what we learned in the Durham report was very, very interesting. We learned that over the past few years, the FBI has not persecuted Hillary Clinton. They have protected her this incredible article from the free press. Over the last seven years, controversial, uh, uh, conventional wisdom has told us a singular story about the FBI and Hillary Clinton. The story is clear with the headline, the FBI was out to get her. Let's go back to 2016. The FBI was investigating both major presidential candidates in the run-up to the election. At that time, the Bureau was looking into Donald Trump's campaign ties to Russia, as well as Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server as Secretary of State. In July 2016, FBI Director James Comey announced that there were no, be no charges brought against Hillary Clinton. Then, 11 days before the election, having new information surfaced from Anthony Weiner's laptop, Comey announced that the matter would be opened once more and then closed again. To this day, Democrats remain convinced that Comey's second to last uh, minute announcement, which was ham handed, cast a pall over the campaign and tipped the scales in favor of the Republican nominee. That's a neat little story, but that's only half of it. The big reveal in special counsel John Durham's 306-page report on matters related to the intelligence activities and investigations arising out of the 2016 presidential campaign came out last week. The Durham report shows, if anything, the FBI leadership bent over backwards to protect Hillary Clinton. And quite frankly, it's hard to blame them. The reality of all of this is that they were so convinced that Hillary Clinton would become the heir to the throne, that she would become the queen of the castle. They were willing to do anything to protect her. They knew that Hillary Clinton was a vengeful, wicked, evil person who would never forgive them if, in fact, they were caught not doing her bidding. And so you have the Peter Strzok, the Lisa Page, the James Comeys, the Andrew McCabe's. They're sitting there saying, we better get about the business of a Clinton administration now. Otherwise, we will be punished. And that's precisely what they did. The speed of manner in which the FBI opened the investigation, reading to you directly from the Durham report here, crossfire hurricane during the presidential election season based on raw, unanalyzed, non-corroborated evidence. The Durham report observes, referring to the FBI's investigation into the Trump campaign, reflected the noticeable departure from how it approached prior matters involving possible attempts of foreign interference to interfere at the Clinton campaign level. Consider the Bureau's approach to Clinton. The Durham report notes that in 2016, a confidential FBI source arranged for a sizable donation to Hillary Clinton's campaign from a foreign country. Instead of taking steps that might be in the works, the Bureau that might be in the works, the Bureau eventually instructed the source to stay away from the Clinton campaign. It protected the Clinton campaign by stopping foreign interference into the campaign, not investigating it. The double standard is unmistakable. Trump was never offered 
a defensive briefing when the FBI began probing his campaign, whereas the Bureau gave Clinton not one but two such briefings in 2014 and 2016. On separate occasions, the report points out that the FBI agent strongly suspected another foreign government of planning to contribute to Clinton's campaign, hoping to curry favor with the person that they expected to be the next president. But when the FBI field office requested a sign-off on surveillance warrant application, the non-U.S. citizen suspected of having been in contact with Clinton headquarters demurred. They were pretty tiptoeing around Hillary Clinton because of the chance that she would become the next president. That's what FBI officials told John Durham. The most egregious example of special treatment was the FBI's probe into the Clinton Foundation's charitable organization, which raised money from foreign governments. Even when Hillary Clinton was a senator and later secretary of state, by the beginning of 2016, three FBI field offices were investigating the Clinton Foundation. In May of 2016, a Comey aide who had consolidated all these investigations in the New York field office said that they needed to close these investigations, citing an undisclosed counterintelligence concern. They declined to issue any subpoenas, and then they effectively ended these investigations before the 2016 elections. What was happening was that the FBI was acting as a political campaign arm for Hillary Clinton. Precisely what our deep state did for Joe Biden during the 2020 campaign. Now, they were not effective in delivering the results that they needed for Hillary Clinton in 2016, and so they really got on the same page in 2020, and they made sure that there was absolutely no interference for Donald Trump during his campaign. You may recall this moment during the presidential debates when all of the CIA, FBI operatives got together to say that Hunter Biden's real and verified laptop that they have had in their possession for the better part of three years. Well, that was all Russian disinformation. And now we know that they did this in order for Joe Biden to have a talking point during the debate. It went like this. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Look, Very cool. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care for five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except of his and his good friend, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. They investigated Donald Trump for the crimes of Hillary Clinton. They impeached Donald Trump for the crimes of Joe Biden. This is the corruption of our deep state. And this is the world that we live in today, that the U.S. security state and federal law enforcement are appendages of the Democratic National Committee. They are appendages of the DNC that act as a political arm for them, a prosecutorial arm for them, a police state for them. And now this has always been the nature of the FBI since its inception. The FBI has always done the bidding of those in power. They have always served as a police force unto the president of the United States themselves. And they've often persecuted based on the political expediency of protecting the power that be. This is the nature of the FBI from its very inception. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The nature of the FBI is to be the police force for the president of the United States. And that is why the FBI itself should be dissolved, period. This is what Josh Hawley is saying, because Josh Hawley is incredibly based and actually sees the world as it is. Watch. What are we going to do now? Are we going to do another report, Senator? There needs to be a lot more than reports, Jesse. People need to be prosecuted for this. The Clinton campaign and Hillary Clinton herself, is it any coincidence that she is tweeting about collusion at exactly the same time her campaign operatives are feeding this BS to the FBI? I don't think so. There needs to be consequences for her and also for the FBI. FBI leadership has clearly got to be changed. And Jesse, I'm of the mind we need to end the FBI as we know it. It needs to be broken up. I mean, clearly it has become corrupt. We need to end the FBI as we know it. It has clearly become corrupt. It is, again, an appendage of those in power and those in power right now and, ho and, and permanently as it registers in Washington currently are going to be the far left and the extremist left. The FBI has done the work of defending the right wing back when the right wing was the established power in America. They sent suicide letters to Martin Luther King Jr., for instance. They spied on Marxist and feminist organizations, and then those feminist and Marxist organizations became the institutional power in our country. And so now the FBI is made up of those people, and they protect them. They gave Hillary Clinton the cover to, for the entire four years of Donald Trump's legitimate first term, say that he was an illegitimate president. Hillary Clinton knew she wouldn't be prosecuted by the FBI. She knew that as soon as they regained power, they would shred these documents. And she said it out loud. Watch. The future, the damage being done to our values, our institutions, and try to think of ways that I can help those who are on the front lines of the fight. Your name doesn't come up much mm -hmm. on any campaign except for Donald Trump's. Mm -hmm. Lock her up is still mm -hmm. a big popular yeah. line. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows. He knows that there were a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. And I take responsibility for those parts of it that I should. But Jane, it was like applying for a job and getting 66 million letters of uh, recommendation and losing to a corrupt human tornado. And so I know that he knows that this wasn't on the level. I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day and history will probably sort it all out. So of course he's obsessed with me. And I believe that it's a guilty conscience in so much as. This is called a virtue signal. This is when somebody who is guilty of something projects their guilt onto someone else. There were four Hillary Clinton probes that were shut down by the FBI in recent history. The FBI had at least four criminal investigations of Hillary and Bill Clinton that were ultimately shut down months before the presidential election in 2016. The Justice Department report reveals from John Durham. The long-awaited report by special counsel John Durham released on Monday shows that the FBI began investigating claims in late 2014 from a well-placed and confidential source that two foreign governments were trying to make illegal donations to buy influence in her campaign, exactly what they accused Donald Trump of doing. 
Investigators were even offered documents from one alleged $2,700 illegal contribution that led to a substantial further donation. So they had documentation of these illegal donations from foreign countries. The bombshell report revealed that the FBI field offices in Washington, D.C., Little Rock, Arkansas, where the Clinton Foundation is based. So ask yourself this. Why isn't a DA opening up a case against the Clintons in Little Rock, Arkansas? Ask yourself that question. There is a Republican district attorney in Little Rock, Arkansas. Why don't they open up a case against Hillary Clinton? That's a great question to be asked. That's some political pressure that we should apply. New York, they launched investigations into the Clinton Foundation in early 2016 for possible criminal activity. Where did these investigations go? Well, these investigations frittered off into the la-la land and bizarre world of the FBI, just exactly filed away on top of the Hunter Biden laptop. Florida Republican Matt Gates, who sits in the House Judiciary Committee, Weaponization of Federal Government Subcommittee, has been asked about whether we should be reopening these cases into Hillary Clinton. The Clintons had a team of people at the FBI running interference for them to avoid criminal culpability. That is absolutely demonstrably true. These matters absolutely warrant additional exposure and review. Former Republican Congressman and ex-House Oversight Committee Chair Jason Chaffetz expressed similar sentiments that the FBI did not complete the job looking into Hillary Clinton. They had the scent, they were on the trail, and then they were shut down by the higher-ups who had an obvious political desire to see Donald Trump lose and Hillary Clinton win. So Donald Trump had his first term robbed from him. Donald Trump had his first term stolen from him by the FBI. And Hillary Clinton, well, is not serving time because the FBI refused to look into her crimes. Instead, they charged Donald Trump, created a special counsel, and created a kneecapping Russia collusion narrative all manufactured by Hillary Clinton that they all knew about in order to sabotage Donald Trump's campaign. This is a federal government that is beyond a fifth column at this point. They're a federal government that is precisely what our founders warned us about, taxation without representation, an oligarchy wholly and totally subservient to themselves and to institutional power and not to the American people. And this is why Ladies and gentlemen, there is such a massive pushback across parties against the FBI currently. RFK Jr., who is running for president as a Democrat, slams the political weaponization of the FBI to destroy a sitting president. Now, this is pretty shocking. RFK Jr. was responding to journalist Matt Taibbi's reporting on the Durham report, which effectively exonerated President Trump once and for all from bogus charges of Russia collusion. There is this is not a partisan skirmish, Kennedy tweeted. This is a political weaponization of the FBI to destroy a candidate and then sitting president. It's about a matrix of lies to elaborate as to make a mockery of the democratic ideal of informed citizenry. Kennedy, Kennedy, who also had knives out for the media for being complicit in perpetuating the Russia collusion nonsense for years. Most alarming of all, the Durham investigation reveals the abject complicity of the mainstream media and press has yet to admit they have taken in by the big lie, propagated it, and now continue to permit those lies to stand as truth, Kennedy stated. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a problem seen by both parties. Which party has the guts and the rock ribs to actually solve it? There is complete and total incompetence at the highest levels of our federal government. They clearly do not care about you, your livelihood. They clearly do not care 
about the systems of government in which they have been bequeathed, and they really uh, are not looking forward to making your life any better. Sadly, uh, the national debt when Joe Biden first entered office was around $400 billion. Today, as Joe Biden sits in the Oval Office, it is $31 trillion, and America's about to run out of money uh, next month or next week. No one's quite sure. The people who are running this country are utterly and completely incompetent. And it is times like these that I am really glad that I have a little something stored up in case disaster truly befalls. I have kids. I have a family. And you got to make sure that you plan for the worst. Ladies and gentlemen, what happens if we have another COVID? And what I mean by that is another group of people who are running this country who do not know what the hell they're doing. And there's no supply in the supply chain. You remember empty grocery stores? You remember being unable to get diapers or toilet paper or paper towels? The government shuts these things down. There's not enough food to go around when the next disaster strikes. Well, you better be prepared. I urge you right now to get your three-month emergency supply kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. With each kit you order, you'll receive a bonus bundle of essential survival gear worth $200 or more for free. This is a military-grade three-month emergency food kit. It offers your family peace of mind no matter what happens. Get over 2,000 calories a day of delicious food that keeps you fed for a long, long time. Grab your emergency food and free survival gear worth over $200 at My Patriot Supply by going to preparewithbenny.com. You'll also get fast and free shipping in unmarked boxes for your own privacy. Preparewithbenny.com. Preparewithbenny.com. So this morning, ladies and gentlemen, we were also privy to Hillary Clinton's own opinions on Joe Biden. The question that we had yesterday to Darren Beatty, who joined us from Revolver News, is what will happen when Joe Biden becomes too inconvenient for the people in charge? He's not polling very well with anyone. Is Joe Biden going to be pushed aside? Could they potentially still do the old switcheroo with Joe Biden? Well, Darren Beatty said yes, and that Joe Biden is simply a man who has so much leverage over him and his own criminal past that everyone is well aware that he could be shoved aside at any moment. They could turn off the heat at any moment, exactly what they're doing with Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates right now. Hillary Clinton, in a recent uh, interview, said that Joe Biden's age is truly a problem, that maybe it's time to look at someone younger whose name rhymes with Schmillery Schmlinton, former president, presidential candidate Hillary Clinton admitted over the weekend that President Biden's advances in his age is an issue for his electability in 2024. Clinton, 75, expressed mild skepticism about the 80-year-old president's fitness for office at the Financial Times Weekend Festival in Washington, saying his age is an issue and people have every right to consider it, according to Fox News. The former Secretary of State and Senator from New York was responding to a question about Joe Biden falling down the stairs during a summit in Hiroshima, Japan. There was a heart-stopping moment when he almost fell down the stairs a day or two ago, the editor of the Financial Times said. Every time that happens, your heart is in your mouth because these things could be consequential. If Joe Biden fell down the stairs and bonked his head, uh, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, what happens? Well, then we are without a president or, well, I would say far worse, we are, we are under then a Kamala Harris presidency. Is this a concern? Well, yeah, it is a concern says Hillary Clinton. 
She says that she gets heart palpitations as well, and that everyone is right to question Joe Biden's age as it pertains to his presidency. What is Hillary Clinton doing? What is Michelle Obama doing right now? Are they preparing to shove Joe Biden aside? The FBI again refuses to share documents with Republican and says that Joe Biden was involved in a criminal bribery scheme with a foreign national 24 hours after McCarthy said that they would hand it over. So the FBI is now uh, effectively stonewalling once again in order to protect the presidential prospects of Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, McCarthy said that they would be handing over this FD 1023 form that effectively ensnared Joe Biden inside of a criminal corruption scheme. This is how imbecilic his family is. This is how dumb the individuals who run the criminal operation inside of the Biden family are. Uh, they were in, they were so flippant and so clumsy in their processes that they got entrapped by an FBI snare that was trying to uncover political graft and corruption. Now, where would the FBI be doing that? Well, which country was Hunter Biden serving on the board of a gas company for? And where exactly uh, was and is the highest levels of corruption in any country in all of Europe? As it pertains to NATO and as it pertains to American dollars, it was always Ukraine. It's always been Ukraine. And that's exactly why Joe Biden focused on Ukraine and wanted the Ukraine portfolio while he was vice president. My guess is that the FBI was running an operation in Ukraine and that they ensnared the Bidens in one of the many phone calls, one of the many pressure operations that they had there. Recall that the whistleblower against Joe Biden says that as soon as Hunter got on the board of Bursima, Joe Biden became obsessed with developing Ukraine's natural gas in, to the tune of bringing $60 million of American taxpayer funding to that process. Joe Biden got on a plane immediately to travel to Ukraine to talk about the development of their natural gas as soon as Hunter Biden got on that board. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin McCarthy, somebody who I think has done an admirable job as a leader of the House and Speaker of the House, saying that the FBI would comply. He said this on Sunday. We reported it yesterday. Speaker, I want to get one more comment from you on the call that you had. You had a call with FBI Director Christopher Wray on Friday. You know that uh, James Comer has a subpoena out for the document that he wants to see. Are you going to be able to get that document? What went on with your call with the director of the FBI? Well, I want to be very clear with the FBI director that Congress has a right and we have the jurisdiction to oversee the FBI. This is one piece of paper that a chairman of a committee has requested to see. He hasn't even acknowledged whether he has this document, but he hasn't even provided it. I explained to the director that we will do everything in our power and we have the jurisdiction over the FBI, that we have the right to see this document. Mm. I believe after this call, we will get this document. Ladies and gentlemen, Marjorie Taylor Greene will be joining our program very soon. The Congresswoman sits on these committees, the Oversight Committee and the Government Weaponization Committee. We're going to ask her about this. Her chairman, James Comer, was in a meeting with the FBI yesterday about, again, this document called an FD-1023 form. This is a form that allegedly shows a record verified from a confidential human source that information pointing to the FBI 
ensnaring the Biden family directly while Joe Biden was vice president in a corruption scheme. The FBI had a meeting with James Comer yesterday. Let's hear what Comer had to say about it. Lower says the FBI has the document. And oversight chairman James Comer met with the FBI today to say, hey, I'm in charge of oversight. Give me the evidence. So what did the FBI say? Chairman James Comer joins us now. Did you get the evidence? Well, the FBI refused to turn over the Form 1023. Uh, we had another meeting where they were very patronizing. Uh, I've asked for a phone call with Director Ray. We expect to get this document. Speaker McCarthy had a phone call with Director Ray. Uh, he demanded that they turn over this document. This is a very crucial piece of our investigation. And the reason that I think it's very credible is uh, this claim was made years before anyone knew about these different shell companies and knew exactly what the Biden family did uh, in countries like Romania and sure. China to get money. Whistleblower after whistleblower after whistleblower has come forward from inside of the Biden family or the Biden operation and have said, yes, this is what the Bidens were doing. At some point, there's no longer just smoke. There is a burning inferno. So James Comer was saying the next steps will potentially be to hold the FBI in contempt of Congress. We'll see. There has to be some type of hit wrap on the wrist. Somebody's going to have to suffer. There needs to be some heads on pikes somewhere. James Comer saying contempt is probably next because they refuse to turn over this bombshell evidence that has been sitting there throughout the entire Trump administration. And it really is bewildering if you sit back and look at what Hillary Clinton was able to get away with when Donald Trump was in charge of the Justice Department, when Republicans were in charge of the House and the Senate. Why didn't we have the stones to actually go after the rot and the corruption inside of our system? Like, did we miss our moment? We're an optimistic show, but sometimes you really have to sit back and look at lost opportunities and say, damn it, could we have cleaned this up if we had had the gunpowder in our gut, could you have actually, and the fortitude to actually go after the Clintons when you had all of the investigative bodies at your disposal, you could have ordered a special counsel into the Bidens and their corruption. This form was sitting there. Donald Trump could have ordered the form delivered and declassified. This is how deep the system goes. They're able to hide these things from incoming administrations. They're able to obscure and keep from sight objects and items like this. And they're able to effectively kill justice itself and the Constitution because the Constitution grants congressional oversight into the executive branch. The first article of the Constitution is Congress, is the legislative bodies, and they oversee the executive bodies. And so here's a plain as day example of an executive branch that is to be overseen by Congress, not cooperating, refusing to hand over the document that proves Joe Biden's a criminal in their possession. What do you do next, James? Go. The FBI accountable. What happens, Congressman, if Director Ray doesn't take your phone call? What are we going to uh, do about Director Ray? I, I've told uh, Speaker McCarthy that I think we need to look at contempt. Uh, I think that we also I've spoken with Senator Grassley and we need to take extreme measures on uh, trying to get this uh, whistleblower to, to come forward publicly. 
and uh, and say what exactly is in this document. Remember, this Form 1023 is not classified. It's not a classified document. So this is something that shouldn't be that hard for the chairman of the House Oversight Committee to obtain. This is a pattern the FBI has with respect to uh, a, a lot of cases involving the Bidens, and you go back to the Clintons, where they're not working with Congress. No, I and, know, but you know, they've been got- screwing us over for years now. So Jesse Waters has every right to sit back and do what Glenn Beck just did and what Tucker Carlson was doing in previous weeks and say, at what point does the system break? I mean, you even have libs. We brought you the RFK uh, commentary on the FBI. You have Chuck Todd saying there needs to be a new church committee. And this is like soy-infused, total Trump derangement syndrome Chuck Todd saying we got to have a new committee. This is this reminds him of J. Edgar Hoover. Now, I have absolutely no love for Chuck Todd. Uh, I don't watch Meet the Press, but I will say like they're – are right broken clocks are right twice a day and this was a really important comment uh from chuck todd who works for nbc and msnbc in saying that we haven't had this kind of corruption and this kind of lack of faith in our institutions since j edgar hoover because at j on j edgar hoover's level they were protecting another side of institutional power it was far more right wing It was going against uh, Marxist unions uh, inside of the country and going against Martin Luther King Jr., who was cheating on his wife and having orgies, and they were recording them. They were obviously violating MLK's rights. Now, you could argue that it's morally repugnant what MLK was doing, but that doesn't mean that he gets his civil rights violated by the FBI. And what they were doing is they were trying to protect institutional power from change agents. Now, institutional power are the Marxists, they are the radical left, and they are the feminists. And now the FBI is trying to equally protect and abuse its power from the change agents. The change agents are us, the populace. So it's the, it's the exact same game. Chuck Todd saying it has to, it has to end, otherwise no one's ever going to have any faith in any system ever again in this country. And he's right. Look, trust in the FBI is eroding left and right. Um, feels like we're in the moment that we need a real church committee, that this is a moment like Jay, when the J. Edgar Hoover FBI clearly was no longer helping the American people. There was a moment. This feels like we might be in one of those moments. Yeah. I mean, when you see it from both sides, when RFK, who's, I think, outpolling Joe Biden right now in the Democratic process, mark my words, that's going to be the most fascinating thing to happen this fall. RFK Jr. is going to beat Joe Biden in Iowa and in New Hampshire. RFK Jr. is going to win states against Joe Biden. They may have a contested convention with RFK. It's going to be fascinating. And we're working very, very hard to get him on the program. We would love to bring him to you live. Maybe we would talk about this. And once again, uh, joining us very soon is Marjorie Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Maybe we would talk about this uh, Form F-1023. Comer and Senator Grassley wrote the FBI demanding this form, saying that the FBI's credibility is on the line to cooperate with Congress. The FBI missed their original deadline to provide the document, angering Republicans, who said FBI Director Christopher Wray may face consequences. Grassley and Comer recently revealed that a whistleblower had come forward 
with stunning claims about the document and alleged an outline scheme involving Biden when he was vice president and an unnamed foreign national. The internal form FD-1023 apparently details an arrangement for an exchange of money for policy decisions, the Republicans said. The Republicans issued a subpoena to FBI Director Christopher Wray, demanding the document be handed over by May 10, noon deadline, which did not occur. Grassley said that though the FBI failed to provide the document, they offered an accommodation process that indicates that the document is real. He said the responses to the letter last week from top Republican only raises additional questions, including whether the FBI had an open investigation based on these allegations. As, as the FBI openly investigating the Biden family? Well, now a second whistleblower has come forward from the IRS. We know that they are openly investigating his son. The IRS has a second whistleblower emerging after the five-year case into Hunter Biden. A second IRS whistleblower in the criminal investigation of the first son, Hunter Biden, has emerged. Congress following a purge of the entire investigatory team into President Biden's son for tax fraud-related crimes. So they had one initial whistleblower at the IRS against the Bidens, and now a second has come forward after the purging of the investigatory team. The new whistleblower is a special agent in the IRS's internal tax division and financial crimes group and worked on the Hunter Biden case uh, when, when it was opened in 2018 until he was ousted without explanation last week. The agent joins his supervisor who plans to testify behind closed doors and before the House Ways and Means Committee on Friday in publicly registering concerns about how the Justice Department is handling the investigation. Both IRS whistleblowers expressed concern internally for years about the case being swept under the rug but got nowhere. And now they will lay out their extensive claims of retaliation before Congress. Hunter is accused of failing to pay his taxes on millions of dollars received from foreign associates who in some instances interacted with then-Vice President Joe Biden. Hunter wrote in communications retrieved from his abandoned laptop that he had to share half of his income with his father. These IRS whistleblowers are seasoned professionals. They have been trying to get Hunter Biden for years. They have been stopped by political appointments by his father. Why the hell there isn't a special counsel looking into this is beyond any realm of the imagination. It is beyond any realm of justice. They are obstructing justice. This is an impeachable offense via the Bidens. And Republicans need to really start considering what options they have in their disposal to limit the FBI meddling and rigging once again our politics, and our electoral processes. Jim Jordan says we have to exercise the power of the purse to limit what the FBI can do. Jim Jordan, who again is, of course, one of the most powerful members of Congress, is saying that we need to strip their budgets. Jim Jordan, chairman of the House Select Subcommittee on Weaponization of the Federal Government, said in the wake of Special Counsel John Durham's report that Republicans should use the power of the purse to limit what the FBI can do. Appearing on Fox News Sunday, Jordan said, in the end, money always gets people's attention. So what's going to have to happen is, hey, the FBI, you cannot use federal tax dollars. You cannot use American tax dollars of this kind for any activity. We've got to limit how they spend money, maybe even limit them. His committee has undertaken a number of actions this month to push the reports in front of the American people. But ladies and gentlemen, nothing will change 
until there are heads on pikes in front of the FBI, until there are people who are held accountable for what they've done to our American republic. Somebody needs to feel pain. I'm a parent. The th- what, like Idle threats mean nothing. Sometimes a spanking is required. Jim Jordan on the congressional budgetary spanking that the FBI may be receiving. Watch. In the end, money always gets people's attention. And so what we're going to have to do is say, hey, FBI, you can't use federal tax dollars. You can't use the American tax dollars for this kind of activity. we got to limit how they spend the money, maybe even limit the money. Here's a great example. They want millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in their construction budget for a new facility. No way. No way should we approve that. That, that, should be a, that should be a given. No way we're going to give you money for that. So we have to use the appropriation part. That's the power that the founders wanted the legislative branch, and in particular the House, where constitutionally every spending bill, every tax bill has to originate in the House. They wanted that body, which stands for election every two years, to be the body closest to the people deciding how we spend the money. So we have to exercise our authority, the power of the purse, to limit what the federal government, what the FBI and the Justice Department are doing to the American people. Ladies and gentlemen, there isn't going to be any change unless someone in Congress has a muscular approach to this. There is someone in Congress who is joining the show currently who is quite muscular. Actually, we've actually we've we've seen some of the CrossFit videos uh, from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, she has, I think, some solutions here for the FBI during the program now. The great Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congresswoman, thank you so much for being on the program. We have been detailing over the past few days the abuses by the FBI to rig elections, to interfere in our elections, to thumb their nose at the constitutional responsibility to have oversight via Congress. There's a reason why your branch is number one and why the FBI is number two in the executive branch. The FBI is actually just an executive order. It could be done away by a pen stroke by any any president who wants to, actually. So the FBI isn't even real. But they are defying uh, your chairman, James Comer, in not releasing this FD 1023 form that apparently details a criminal scheme by Joe Biden. Can you fill us in on the updates there and what would be the consequences uh, for not giving this form over to your committee? Yes, and this is a very important topic for people to follow, Benny. So I really appreciate you of, of being one of the leaders uh, in telling this story. Um, what has happened is we have subpoenaed FD 1023 from um, from Christopher Ray at the FBI. And this form, we know about it because of a very brave whistleblower that came forward uh, through Senator Grassley. And we're very thankful for this person's courage um, because they do fear for their own life. And it's understandable that that's the case. Um, but but so far, Christopher Ray has refused to hand over this form. And what we know the form out details and outlines is that a foreign national paid Joe Biden directly when he was vice president of the United States in, in return for foreign policy decisions. That is completely illegal. And Joe Biden would have to be impeached for that. Um, if not, there should be, well, we can't imagine not impeaching him for that but even it could lead to criminal charges um, depending on the circumstances and the proof that we're able to show. So we know the form exists. We know the story exists. We know it's real. We're thankful for our whistleblower. 
Um, but the defiance coming from Christopher Ray will not be tolerated by House Republicans. Um, it will not be tolerated by Chairman Jamie Comer on the Oversight Committee. And it's also not going to be tolerated by the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. So this is a very important issue and we are working on it. So what does not be tolerated mean? Well, we will continue to look at all legal ways to pursue this document. Um, we also have other avenues. Uh, appropriations season is happening, and we know that the FBI needs their funding. Um, and other, other ways, or I've introduced articles of impeachment against Christopher Wray for his abuse of power and politicizing the Federal Bureau of Investigations to target his political enemies. Um, he's doing the bidding of Merrick Garland, who has politicized the Department of Justice in unbelievable, unspeakable ways. He's also doing the bidding of his Democrat president, Joe Biden, who, who is the one probably calling the shots for the FBI and the Department of Justice to target Joe Biden's top political opponent, former President Donald J. Trump, who is also the leading uh, Republican candidate in the Republican uh, presidential primary for 2024. So this is something that's unprecedented. We shouldn't see this happening from taxpayer-funded uh, government and, and powerful agencies like the FBI and the Department of Justice. And Republicans are looking at any means necessary to rein them in. So any means necessary uh, would look like cutting their funding. Uh, what other holding in contempt is what James Comer said last night on television mm -hmm. uh, is, I mean, this is, again, them protecting Joe Biden. Is there anything else inside of the toolkit here to use against? Well, the absolutely. Uh, holding them in contempt is is definitely something that we will do if we have to. Um, but we have to look at the parameters that we exist in. Uh, the House of Representatives, what our tools are in our toolbox. We can hold them in contempt. We can look at their funding and cut funding. We can impeach. These are the these are the parameters that we have to work in. Uh, so we have to make sure that we're following our Constitution, following our laws, and we have to make sure that House Republicans can also hold accountability at the same time. On a more esoteric level, as it pertains to the actual philosophy of governance, you have Josh Hawley in the other chamber saying the FBI really needs to be done away with. It's just so rotted. Then you have RFK Jr. saying the same thing, actually defending Donald Trump, saying that they staged a coup against Donald Trump. You have uh, – and of course R RFK, the Kennedy family would know about staging coups uh, mm -hmm. via our deep state. You have Chuck Todd of all people – not a fan of yours, but Chuck Todd saying there needs to be a new church committee. Saying that, that you haven't seen a decline like since J. Edgar Hoover, there hasn't been like a politically weaponized. I mean, it seems like the energy and the momentum is on your side here. Would you be in favor of uh, the next Republican president uh, potentially doing away with the executive order that is the FBI? Like what higher level reforms need to happen to ensure this what we just lived through never happens again. Mm -hmm. Benny, I think I'm on record as being the first Republican to publicly say to defund the FBI. Um, I'm pretty sure I am the first one. I fully support defunding them, uh, ripping apart the agency, but I also want to rebuild it. We need federal law enforcement, but we need federal law enforcement that actually does their job and goes after real criminals. And there are real criminals that we should be concerned on the federal level. So there is a, a very important role 
for a federal law enforcement agency, but the Federal Bureau of Investigations has, has become completely rotten from the inside out. And this is something that we have to make sure that we can go after. And I'll tell you the truth, Benny, we can't do these things without full control in starting in 2025 after the 2024 elections. And that happens at the White House, that happens in the Senate, and that happens in the House. And it's also why I'm fully supporting President Trump. Um, I've said it from, from day one. We have to bring President Trump back to Washington. We need him back in the White House because he's also one of the only ones. I think he is the only one that has the courage, the will, and, and has already said he's going to do it. You're very close with Donald Trump. You speak with him regularly. He's obviously a big fan of yours. The best photo op ever was you laughing alongside Tucker and Trump at the golf course. It's great. Uh, so he clearly confides in you. Uh, the people that I know inside of the Trump orbit said that Donald Trump didn't pursue prosecution against Hillary Clinton, even though he had every right to, uh, because there were open investigations in the FBI. We now know that all that evidence has been destroyed at the order of Joe Biden. That broke this morning uh, because Donald Trump didn't want to tear the country apart. They said that Donald Trump magnanimously didn't want to engage in a political prosecution or persecution of somebody seen as his political enemy. Uh, do you think that that would be the same tact he would take uh, were he reelected in uh, 2024? Well, I think the what we saw the first time under President Trump, and, and let's be straight about it, Benny, what an incredible four-year record President Trump had when he was president. What an incredible record for the American people and America on the world stage. I mean, there's so many things we can brag, brag about that he did during that first four years. But you're also bringing up a very good point. And President Trump has learned every lesson there could be to learn is when he came in the first time, he didn't have support of the people he thought and should have had the support of. As a matter of fact, many of them stabbed him in the back. Well, when we bring him back the next time, that's going to change because he'll have the support of people like me and we will not stab him in the back. As a matter of fact, we will watch his back continuously 24 hours a day and we'll do everything that we can in our power to make sure that his agenda gets done. And that goes with cleaning out the swamp. It needs to be drained once and for all. And that's gutting these agencies of these people who abuse their power as federal employees on the taxpayer's dime while they use their jobs as weapons in politics, all to sway elections, to sway it their way and to support the people they want in office and to support the radical Marxist agenda for America. We aren't going to allow that to happen, Benny, but we are going to need everyone's help all across America going into 2024 to make that happen. You are up against true evil. I have a final question for you here as it pertains to, I think, the most important piece of news uh, coming out of your office uh, in the last uh, week or two. Marjorie Taylor Greene plans to lead a probe into Hunter Biden's paying for sex workers amid fears that they were human trafficking victims as House Oversight Committee looks into uh, concealed cash from foreign nationals. So you are going to go full in Leroy Jenkins on Hunter Biden's predilection uh, and potentially with Joe Biden's uh, financial assistance uh, in engaging in human sex trafficking. Can you fill us in on where this stands right now? Well, Benny, you know, America watched in horror at the report of the Hunter Biden laptop that came out. 
uh, before the 2020 election. And then 51 members of the intelligence community signed their name to a lie, to, to lie to Americans that the contents of the laptop were nothing but Russian misinformation. Um, those pe those 51 agents need their security clearances ripped away and they should be held accountable for those lies. We can't trust those people. But some of the things we found out there was the extreme level of uh, uh, drug abuse and, and participation, hiring sex workers um, and participating in, uh, with human sex trafficking. But what we saw when oversight members went to the Treasury and read these financial reports that are SARS that we read in the Treasury, but we saw the proof coming from the banks stating alleged human sex trafficking. Um, and this involves Hunter Biden and his law firm. And then we're able to match it up with bank records. That's when I said this is enough, that the American people deserve to see this. Um, so we are diligently working through this process. Um, but in order to bring them forward, this requires a lot of bravery from, from women who I'm sure have been through a lot and I have a lot of compassion for. Um, it would require their bravery to come forward. Um, but hopefully we can at least get their testimonies in, in private and, and then decide where we can go and move forward from there. So a follow-up to that, are you currently engaging in behind-closed-doors testimonies with people who may have been sex-trafficking victims uh, uh, abused by Hunter Biden? Well, at this time, this is a process that we're working, and I think it's a very Im important process. It is because – and I'll tell you why. Here's the real reason that we really need to talk to, talk to these women is quite a few of them – are not American citizens. They're from Russia and Ukraine. And we've already had one member of Congress, Eric Swalwell, who had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy. What we need to know, and I think it's important for our national security interest, is we need to know what these pros prostitutes from Russia and Ukraine were privy to hearing about, what information they may have seen, um, where they where they went, uh, anything that they may have found out. And we need to know uh, because it's important for our national security. Hmm. Final, just real quick follow up because Jeffrey Epstein's in the news, man. They're, they broke yesterday. Bill Gates getting extorted by Jeffrey Epstein uh, for affairs with a Russian. It, it, it's like, like, may, it's just fill in the blanks. It's Mad Libs. Uh, very similar stuff happened with the Biden, very similar stuff with Bill Clinton. Would you mm -hmm. be for, let, let, let's say that Republicans had a really good election year. Would you be for the revisiting of this Epstein scandal, potentially like releasing some more of the names, maybe having a, a, you know, a special committee to look into it to see who involved in our government? For instance, Joe Biden's CIA director met with Epstein multiple times. Mm -hmm. Maybe get to the bottom of some of that stuff, because a lot of people are asking, why was this man so connected to officials that remain inside of our federal government? Yeah, Benny, isn't it very interesting that the Democrats always accuse us of being pro-Russia and pro-Putin, but in reality, they seem to be all wrapped up in the bedroom in really nasty, creepy ways with Russia. Uh, I always think that's interesting. As far as Jeffrey Epstein's concerned, I'm for the full client list being completely revealed to the American people, and I think we need to hold investigations into the types of relationships Jeffrey Epstein had with the most powerful people in our United States government and the world. Um, people need to know exactly uh, the truth about Jeffrey Epstein and what his role was pertaining 
to our government uh, and relationships with the CIA and other agencies. Um, everyone knows what a disgusting pedophile Jeffrey Epstein was, um, human trafficker, and the things that went on at his very famous island need to be revealed. I think there's a lot that Americans deserve to know and they need to stop hiding the information. So I'm all for it and would work diligently to make that happen. Yeah, I think they need to know about former presidents and what they did on these islands. I think the American public, you are a president. We have a right to know. Yeah, right that's know. right. We, we've we seen have the flight right logs. Yeah, we've seen the flight logs. You know, we've seen your wife. Like, you should be disgraced. If you've done things to be disgraced for, you should be disgraced publicly. Yeah, Bill Clinton's on the flight log, what, 26 times? Hillary Clinton's on the flight log. Uh, I don't know how many times, but multiple times. Why were they going to Jeffrey Epstein's island? Why were they hanging out with a known convicted pedophile? Um, and, and Bill Gates, what was he doing with this Russian woman and funding her so-called uh, project that she had? No, there's a lot of information that people deserve to know. And I fully support Americans getting to know that. Yeah, that's right. Along with the painting of Bill Clinton in Monica Lewinsky's dress that hung inside of Jeffrey Epstein's boudoir. But that's a subject for another time. Marjorie yeah. Green. These are tough. These are tough topics. Sex trafficking is such an evil topic. And we God bless you for taking it on. Yeah. Benny, anytime you want to talk about art, we can talk about the Podesta's paintings and their art collection. We can talk about Jeffrey Epstein's art. I'm all in for it. Thanks so much for having me on today. Thank you, Congresswoman. Thank you. So something that won't come as a headline, that interview is going to make a lot of headlines. Trust me, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on investigating Jeffrey Epstein, a special committee to investigate Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, that's going to be the headline in the next couple of minutes. Uh, mark my words on that. Something that won't become a headline is Joe Biden lying to cameras, again, looking straight down the barrel of cameras and lying about his son. That's right. Stolen valor from uh, Bo Biden. Bo Biden. Joe Biden claims that his son, Bo Biden, died in Iraq for the third time. This is a falsehood. You'd think that a competent, cognitively non-impaired person would know where their son died, but Joe Biden does not. Despite the former Delaware attorney general, which is Bo Biden, passing away from brain cancer in a Maryland hospital many, many, many years after leaving Iraq. Joe Biden, 80, once again falsely claimed that his son, Bo, was killed while serving in Iraq while visiting the United States troops stationed in Japan on Monday. My son was a major in the U.S. Army. We lost him in Iraq. Biden told troops. Bo Biden, who served as Delaware's attorney general in the Delaware Army National Guard in the Iraq War, died at the age of 46 in 2015 from brain cancer at Walter Reed National Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. Nowhere near Iraq, nor was he serving in Iraq, nor was he in the armed forces at the time. He was holding publicly elected office in Delaware. The death may have been linked to service in Iraq, but no one's quite sure, actually. So all of this is a complete lie. What a vicious and evil thing to lie about. Watch. Son was a major US Army. Lost him in Iraq. Yeah, my son died in Iraq. Hey, uh, Joe, how many grandkids you got? Let's answer that question. How many grandkids you got? Go. How many? Can't say. Can't say. Because he refused to acknowledge the existence of his own grandchild. These people are dirty. They're filthy. They're morally repugnant. 
and you should not trust them with anything in your life. They should not be in charge of anything. If you can't remember where your son died or if you use stolen valor, which is what this is. This is stolen valor. This is attempting to say that his son died in a war zone, which he did not. That his son died fighting for this country, which he did not. There are morally repugnant people and America can only survive if we are led by morally sound people. This is a moral nation. It's designed to be led by moral people and we are tempting our own destruction when we are not. That is why we end every single show on The Benny Show with a Bible verse because at the very least, we'll deliver you one piece of good news during the show. The Bible verse today comes from Romans 8, 38. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights or depths, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Take that with you today as you venture off on this Tuesday uh, into whatever adventures you have before you. And remember, we're all fighting to save America here. God, family, country. That is the way to organize your life. And that is the way that we save this great nation. It's your boy, Benny. This is The Benny Show. See ya.